financial freedom, dynamic relationships, entrepreneurialism, being an artist. I'm Tony J. I'm T. Marie. Welcome, Welcome to, to a dynamite, dynamite life. Go, What's go, up? go, 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 <laughs> man our intro song gets me so hyped honestly it is pretty hyped i really like it it makes me happy you know what it's so hyped we're gonna play it again yeah come on hey uh, hey do what you gotta do financial freedom dynamic yeah. relationships yeah do, 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 do it Entrepreneurialism. being an artist come on do what you gotta do i'm tony j i'm, I'm tony Welcome j a dynamite life yeah hey. it is pretty dope I like it. it makes me it's fun. very dope. <laughs> what's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? He's Thank Tony you for J. tuning in. I'm T. Marie. And that's T. Marie. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of A Dynamite Life. Tonight we're talking about, or tonight, it's night. We're, we're recording it tonight. It might be daytime for you. Good morning, <laughs> good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world, whatever time you're listening. Yeah. But uh, on this episode, we are talking about... Your artistic talents aren't just for art. That's right. And why are we talking about this? Because so many people get caught up in the idea that you can only use your artistic abilities in the actual like medium that you're an artist in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's very tough because, you know, you might have a tough time breaking out of uh, your just artistic mind and maybe it's time to start to create a business off that maybe it's time to you know you're an entrepreneur in a sense but you're like well yeah but how do i do it i'm just a actor i'm just a dj i'm just a you know a poet i just play guitar Mm -hmm. and it's like we want you to understand that you can and need to be able to take those artistic abilities those things that are that you apply to your art and put it into these other places in your life as a entrepreneur, as a business person. Um, it's really, it's not easy to do, but it's almost a necessity. I feel it's very much a necessity. I think even if you want to solely be an artist, you've got to be able to hopefully, I I feel what happens is there's this compartmentalization that happens and we identify with the artistic label and then it becomes difficult to see those talents or gifts used in another way. But as artists, to be able to be fully expressed, we have to be able to use that creativity, that artistic perspective to really bring some of the business, some of the administrative, some of the problem solving into, even if all you want to do is be an artist. Right. Um, so being able to take our artistic talents and understand that they don't only apply to the art form is very important. And it's very, very, um, it allows us to open up our whole world. Yeah. So the number one thing is thinking um, outside the box. Yeah. So thinking outside the box as when you're creating, <clears throat> excuse me, in whatever art form it is you create, one of the number one things is you're thinking outside the box. You're like, what can I do differently? What can I just kind of like go at and like do like, there's a lot of freedom when you're thinking outside the box. 
And so that's important when it comes to the business side too, because you got to think outside the box when it comes to creating business, being an entrepreneur, uh, creating a business around your art. A lot of times you will have to think outside the box. So a lot of people get trapped. And I, I used to do that too, when it was kind of my early years of being a, a rapper and like trying to think about the business side of it, I would just be like, well, I don't have an idea. I don't know. Business to, stuff. Here's the thing. Like I was a, <laughs> right. I was a rapper. I could get on the mic, talk. I could write lyrics. And then when it came to, yo, we got to write a press release or we got to write a bio. I'd be like, I don't know what to say in a bio. How am I supposed to come up with that, dude? Like, yeah. But the yep. truth is, like, I'm a writer. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a writer. Wait a minute. I can apply that to <laughs> what I would write. Or the other example, like, say I would be, you know, rapping or whatever. I could get on stage. I could be in front of hundreds of people. I could get into a cipher with just 20 people that I know are judging me like crazy. But then when it came to, oh, dude, we got to go meet someone at this record label. Or there's this dude that is a promoter right. that, we're, that we want to get a show there. I get nervous. I'm like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> I don't know how to talk to anybody. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? You talk all the time. Exactly. You're literally talking on the microphone every single moment that you're an artist. So it took me a minute to be like, oh, yeah, I just need to take that feeling that I have of like thinking outside the box and being like, oh, yeah, I can talk over here, too. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, just thinking out of the box, I think, is um, is the best way to say it, unless there's another way to say that. Yeah, no, I think that's open. great. Yeah. yeah. Just having that openness and being able to like look at it and say, OK, well, yes, this is my art. Right. This is my art. So whether it's whatever art form it is. It is requiring me to be creative and it's requiring me to be inventive and it's requiring me to uh, solve issues in different ways. You know, if you're a painter, maybe you made a mistake. Well, how do you clear that mistake without tossing the painting? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're recording something, okay, well, how do you convey your message in new and inventive ways? You know, a dancer, whatever. And then being able to realize that those things that you're honing as an artist, right, you may not be holding the paintbrush anymore, but you can take that problem solving, that creative problem solving, right. and apply it to your life. You can take that ability to convey your message in different ways and now perhaps secure a business deal that you didn't think you were capable of. Right. Perhaps write a contract, write a bio, you know, do things that might feel outside of your artistic realm, whether or not you want to be. Tony said it perfectly, you know, as an artist, these are applications that are, they don't feel like they're artistic, but they're very much a part of just being an artist, meaning that's all you're focusing on. That's all you want, mm -hmm. which is beautiful. Or if you're wanting to be that multi-hyphenate person and being able to say, okay, well, yeah, I have this artistic side of me and I, I do all these creative things, but then, you know, that's where we compartmentalize. And then we say, oh, but I don't know how to secure a deal. Right. I don't know how to, you know, write a business plan. Yeah, I don't know do you, how to... How do you put a budget together? I don't have a clue. Right? Right. And it's like you just kind of can realize that your artistic talents and those things that you hone through your art can actually serve you in all aspects of your life. Right. And it's very, very good and it's very powerful because then, too, I think it allows... Um, I think as artists, we, we do go through a lot of hardships in regards to holding on to the importance of our art, holding on to the reason why we do what we do, 
the reason why we sacrifice what we sacrifice and go through the hardships, especially when, you know, oftentimes we're misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Dude, most of the time. Most of the time, right? Yeah. So even when you're succeeding as an artist, oftentimes we're misunderstood. Uh, so it could be anything from like you want to go into a, an endeavor and you're misunderstood. Like, why are you going to do that? Or you're succeeding, but even your success isn't really identified by other people because it's outside of the realm of their understanding. So like, you know, actors, you got an agent, but that's a huge win as an actor. But to your family they're like, or your spouse, they're like, when can we see you on yeah, television? Where have you been? Yeah, what have you been in? <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's like when we go through these things, it can be very difficult and it can be lonely and it can be hard. But when we remember that these artistic talents that we're loving so much and we're investing so much in actually do have a myriad of applications in our life, then we can stand strong and confident and knowing that we're not wasting our time with like folly or play, that we're not, you know what I mean? It's like, this is something. Yeah. I mean, and speaking on that, like another thing, so thinking outside the box is one thing you can apply elsewhere. Um, being vulnerable is another piece that you can apply kind of throughout life and into your relationships. Cause as an artist, we're definitely vulnerable mm-hmm. and we're expressing ourselves and it's, you know, we're just keep giving our all of who we are to those things. And then sometimes when it comes to then a relationship, you don't do that, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. like you feel you don't want to get hurt or like whatever the excuse is <laughs> like, but if you're vulnerable, in relationships and you're authentic, you know, go listen to our last episode about authenticity. It's good because mm-hmm. we talk about this. If you take that part of the, you know, being authentic in your music or your art, and then you take that to your life um, in every aspect, your businesses, your relationships, et cetera, you're going to see that you can gain a lot more uh, acceptance and just do a lot, do a lot better, feel a lot better too. Cause you're not again, car- compartmentalizing, those things. So that's another aspect um, to, you know, of something that you do in your artistry where it can be applied throughout. Absolutely. And having that, you know, creative outlook and being able to creatively problem solve for your art, being able to then apply that into your life can go a long way. You know, Um, you know, we talked about finances a couple of episodes ago and gave some cool tips on like how you can stretch your dollar and basically have more you can find more wealth with what you already have Mm -hmm. well that came about by approaching finances in a creative way right exactly that creativity came from my artistry yeah that creativity came from our artistry of being able to say as artists we do look at things a different way. Mm-hmm. We do look at things from a, 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 a different perspective. And then that can serve us when coming to other aspects of our life. And it's so powerful, you know. And then even what I was just speaking on just now, I mean, it's so important as an artist to have confidence. So anything that, that we can do as artists to retain our confidence, to be able to stay steadfast on our path whether it's even during just one project or through the long haul of the pursuit, it's very important to be able to find and identify and be very, very um, confident and able to say, my art has value. And not just because, of course, 
it, that's why art is so subjective because what's the value of the right. art, right? But to be able to say, no, no, no. It's kind of like that cool, like Miyagi lesson, right? Where it's like on the surface, you think I'm just, you know, painting a painting or recording a song, or maybe I'm just wasting my time on these beats, or maybe I'm just, but let me just tell you something. Yeah. This artistry right here has refined gifts in me that now allow me to speak to crowds, to close deals, to solve problems in a creative way, to, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's really good to kind of examine what are those pieces of your artistry that you can bring across to real life things. Like you were saying, being creative in the finances, absolutely. Because there were, you know, there's times when, you know, as Dynamite Jive, when we were making music, like I would sit and I'm making a beat. And so, you know, I'm kind of making a track, putting it together. I mean, the creative aspect of that was like, okay, let me find the right you know, snare drum for this. Let me find the right bass kick for this. And so I would go on a search and I would go on a hunt and like just kind of be digging here, digging there. Let me find a sample. Let me kind of do this and that. So then like when it came to finances, I could apply that too because it's like, okay, what's a, you know, let me find a, a cool way to save money over here. Mm-hmm. What's another way to, to uh, you know, cut my slash my bills over here another episode throw throw to another episode um so it's like those little things of like how do i tweak this to make it even better so that's another thing of like producing and stuff you know even when you're djing or when you're a producer for sure like when you're making music because you're like Mm -hmm. dude there's always a way to tweak or in video video editing too i reach that where it's like i could tweak for days Mm -hmm. but there's you know there's always a time where you gotta say dude this is done but you can always be tweaking and so like in that creative aspect I take that over to the bank account and the financial sheet, and I now do the same thing. Exactly. Where I'm like, dude, well, what can I tweak this month? Maybe we can call and get a lower bill on the insurance. Mm-hmm. Maybe, oh, you know what? What if we invest this money over here instead because that's paying 1.9. This one only pays 0.9. Right. You know, so it's like tweaking, tweaking. And that's all an artistic uh an artistic aspect of what I do. Mm -hmm. It's a characteristic, an artistic characteristic. That's what I'm trying to say Mm -hmm. of what I do in the studio that I can then bring over to my finances. And I'm like, it just opens it all up. Cause I'm like, Oh man, let's tweak the budget, dude. Let's go. Like we can turn a knob here, hit a little fader there. Let me cut that and put a transition. Mm -hmm. And now we're saving thousand dollars a month. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, you have to think, where can I take those things? So all those, all of it kind of plays into that. The confidence, the willing to think outside the box. Um, what was the third thing that I just that I just talked about five minutes ago? Um, so like all of these things yes. that we're talking about, they all kind of play into that. Yeah. And it's really important because, you know, the point, the title, the purpose of the podcast of this episode is just like, Having that awakening, having that awakening as an artist to realize that your artistry is not just a compartment in your life. Right. Your artistry is refining. You have gifts that you've refined in the pursuit, the cultivation of your art form that can and should be applied to other areas of your life. And in doing so, you will have a greater experience of your life expression. You will have a greater confidence in your art. You will be able to then have a greater confidence in yourself. 
And, you know, we, we don't ever know how people will react to us, but you also open potentially a door to having a greater understanding of, hey, you know, I, I got this. Wow, what's that new swagger you got going on? Wait, wait, there's something about you that's different. And it's like, yeah, something happens when we awaken to um, the power in our art. When we awaken to like, okay, this isn't, you know, so often it's a dream in our heart with something we're pursuing that many people understand. It can be a lonely road. We're just kind of trying to trudge on and make it happen. But when we get to awaken to the fact that this holds so much more, more in applications in our life, more in gifts it's refining in us, more in how it's shaping our character, then it allows us to have a, a depth to the artistry and a confidence in, in, in what the choices we're making, which is really important. And, and it's so important because as artists, we constantly do get asked, dare I say, disrespectful questions. Oh, yeah. You would yeah. never in a million years ask certain questions of other professions that you artists, ask of that artists. you ask of artists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, so when we f- are walking through those minefields. Like an insurance agent. <laughs> like someone's like, oh, yes, what do you do? Oh, I'm an insurance agent. Oh, really? Like what policies have you written? <laughs> can I? What policies can I see you in? Like what? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? That doesn't even mean anything. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that person could be like. You know, oh, they're, uh, you know, they don't even write the policy. They're just like in, they do sales or something, right? But they're like, what do you mean? I just do the sales part of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, the stupidest questions come across to it sometimes. <laughs> Where you're just like, oh my gosh, dude. And, you know, so as artists, we go through this. And so being able to realize, okay, my art isn't just for my art. My art is helping me to speak to different people. Is helping me to be creative about how I solve problems. Is helping me to have a new perspective on on life. Right. Is helping me to, um, gosh, uh, stretch my resources or um, be strong in the face of adversity. These are all important because whether they're solely applied to the artistry or not. Like for instance, okay, if you're strong in facing adversity. If you're creative with solving problems, if you are playful, because how many, how many times in our art we're playful, right? Yeah. We've got to be willing to sway and move. Mm-hmm. Tell me that those three things will not totally serve you as a parent. Exactly. Yeah. You have to have those things. You have to. Being a parent is being an artist. <laughs> <laughs> you really are because you're yeah. creating. You're creating a brand new thing, a relationship. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's important. It's important. I think a lot of people get scared because they're like, you know, they don't want to think about um, disturbing the artist side of themselves with those things. Because it's like, well, I'm just the artist. I'll have someone else do the business of it, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. But you still need to know about that stuff. Um, and just know that if you do it in this way, kind of that we're describing, it, you're doing it in power. As opposed to like letting the business just become now, you know, taking over your artistic side. If you go into that business side with some power of these things we're talking about, 
they won't even feel like business because you're going to feel like, oh, I'm just extending the artistry. And I have to tell you, like, I love that you brought this up, T, because so in my career, in my career as an artist, one of the hardest things uh, was staying true to myself. So as Tony just talked about, sometimes as artists, we are so protective and vulnerable of our art that when it comes to the business side, we totally do not even identify with that side at all, or we don't want to mm-hmm. because we feel like that is going to, it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not that though. Right. I'm not a, I'm not a brain. I'm a, I'm a heart. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an artistic vibe, you know? But what happens is in our artistry, right? So let's say that's your plan. It was my plan. I was like, cool, I want to get a team. I'm going to get a team. I'm going to get agents. I'm going to get a manager. I'm going to get what I need to succeed in this industry. The issue with that is, or, or the or the challenge or the obstacle or the growing point or the thing that we face when we do that is that every person outside of you will have an idea of who and what you should be. And if you do not have the confidence within yourself as an artist, if you do not believe you have the wherewithal to have hard conversations, be a stand for yourself, creatively broach certain subjects where you can massage out everybody getting what they want, but you kind of really staying strong with what you need, then, you know, being playful in the right times, because that's another thing. There's a lot of egos out there, man. You got to be playful, but still holding your ground. Right. If you can't do those things, then many times, and it's broken my heart. I've seen really talented people that they're excited. They got the representation now. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, all of a sudden, they got a crazy look that's nothing like them or their mm-hmm. pictures are told. And I'm just like, this is crazy. Well, and that's the point. It's like if you don't go into it with some sort of power in yourself, knowing that you're bringing those things, yeah. the other people are going to take you over. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they will ruin you as an artist because yeah. they're going to change who you are as an artist. Right. So you have to be super, you know, mindful of that. Right. And so being able to use your talents that you cultivate in your artistry, because what happens? Okay, and and the reason why we're having this conversation is because we don't know necessarily where you're at. So this can help the artist that is new. This can help the artist that is seasoned. This can help the artist that is in that middle ground. Because depending on where you're at, there's gifts here in this podcast for you in being able to open to this mindset. But, you know, again, like let's say you're just starting or, or not starting, but you haven't awakened to this realization yet. When we're making our art, we're steadfast in that. Like we are resolute in what that art's going to be. So much so that we'll stay up all night. Mm-hmm. So much so that we'll say, yo, like we thought you were going to be a part of this track, but you're not anymore. Whatever we got to do, we're going to make it because we have a vision. And what happens is if we don't think that that ability that we've cultivated in an art form exists outside of the art, then when you need to have that steadfast vision with a potential manager an agent a promoter uh whatever then what's going to happen you've left your gift on the art table not realizing that it's for your whole life right and now you're you're missing out. out yeah and we don't want you to miss out 
you don't deserve to miss out because you're working too hard to be that artist that you're going to be. Yeah. And that you are. And it really is like taking it to that next level because we're all about like a dynamite life is all about having all of these aspects and you really being in control. So you're writing the checks, you're making the choices. You are like in, beyond being just the artist because just being an artist is tough. So it's like, we know we're speaking to 75% of the artists out there who are like, yo, I want to get down and I want to do this for real. I want to have a business. I want to make money thinking long-term, which is something great. A lot more artists are doing that. So it's like, yeah, you got to think long-term. You got to think, how can you hold it down for your business, for your house, for yourself, for your family, for whoever you're taking care of. And really, you know, show those people that don't know what you do and they think you're just a flighty little, you know, somebody that's just creating weird things. It's like you want to prove things to people, you know, and all that stuff. So being able to do this and expand out and say, you know what, I can do all of this. And I'm an artist the entire time. Mm -hmm. I'm an artist when I'm doing a budget. I'm an artist when I'm creating a contract. I'm an artist when I'm talking in, in a meeting to get a sponsorship. I'm an artist when... You know, like all of these different aspects, it's like that just frees it up, frees up your mind, frees up your soul so you can like feel joy in all of that. And then it really all comes together. Yes. And it's like all one big picture at that point. It's not just, oh, now I got to be a businessman. Now I got to be an artist. Now I got to be this. It's like, no, you're all that all the time. Yes. I'm so glad that you said that because that's another thing that I personally went through and it was just so hard for me. I think we both went through that. And it was just like so hard because, you know, that's really taxing on the soul and it's really taxing on the confidence. It's really taxing simply because then it's like there's this almost like a sadness that I would feel mm -hmm. of like, man, I just I love when I'm an artist, man. And I just love being the artist and I just love performing and I just love doing and like there was this whole section of even what it takes to be a robust artist that I was leaving on the table because I didn't consider that part of the art. Like I, when you separate them, you can't have the full expression of what it is that you're doing. Right. You can't fully be the artist because you feel that it's only this slice of your life. You can't fully be, you know, uh, the joyous, um, uh, powerful person over here because then you're missing the art time. And it's like, right. it's all the art time. It's all the art time. Yeah. Everything, everything is the is, art. Everything is like, the art. Yeah, because the art lives in you. Right. And when you can recognize that and then start to see value in your artistic gifts and start to find applications for them in your life on a whole, now you're reconciling the two things that you need to be either the most powerful artist you can be or the multi-hyphenate that does art and also brings those gifts to the table to grow these other s sectors of, of your life. Yeah. But it's just so necessary because I tell you, you know, even from as artists, we're emotional. We're vulnerable. We feel. That's what makes art art. And it's like having to deal with that constant uh, inner conflict was very, it's just tough and taxing. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, you just... Yeah, you always feel pulled in two different directions. Yeah, you always feel like you have to be one or the other. Yes. So the last tip I will leave you with is use the artistry when it comes to negotiating. Yeah. So negotiating is a big part of, you know, creating the business side of life and like any negotiating that you do. Like I straight up, when it's time to go negotiate for the car, 
You know, mm-hmm. I'm bringing my artistry into it. I'm bringing that confidence. I'm bringing that creativity. Yes. Because you got to think outside the box. You got to be like, hey, wait a minute, you know. Like, let's think about something different. How can we do this and how can we make it right for everybody? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, so like little things like that. I think negotiations are an artistic thing. So don't be afraid of it if you're an artist and bring your artistic abilities into the negotiation. Yeah. And this could be with any, I mean, it could be with a kid if you're negotiating bedtime, like, you know, whatever it is, like, just remember that you are an artist. Yeah. And so be creative in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, your artistry and your gifts, they don't they belong all over your life and they will open doors for you that logic cannot open. You have magic power as an artist. So don't leave your gifts on just the art table. Understand that the art table, the easel, the dance floor, the decks, the microphone, it's your life. Take those gifts everywhere you can. And especially Tony, oh, that's a power move, yo, on the negotiation. Negotiating is an art. And mm-hmm. and business titans will say it. Yeah. So it's like bring it, bring it and allow it to flourish and allow yourself to realize that you're not this fragmented being. You are a whole unit. And what you're doing is a wonderful, honorable, joyous thing. And it will serve you in other parts of your life. So just try it out. Give it a test run. S- tell us what you have gotten from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Give it a try and come back and tell us what worked. Um, and, and if there was something that didn't, tell us that too. Yeah. We want to hear from you. And are you struggling with this right now? Like, mm-hmm. is this a struggle for you? Are you challenged with this, you know, division of I want to be the artist, but I want to start a business, even if it's a separate business or a business around my art? Like, yeah. do you feel like you can't bring some of your artistic abilities and characteristics into other aspects of your life like let us know Mm -hmm. and you know how to get a hold of us right subscribe right 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 yes comments on the thing (laughs) (laughs) she keeps saying right she said that the last episode i mean what do you mean like a a mail like send us a letter send us a letter let's get a p.o box let's get a p.o box so people can send us letters i would love that oh you could leave a voice message though too yeah please leave a voice message and uh we will play it in the show because we'll actually like answer your questions or talk about your comments or you know hit up that topic we'll do it in the show and it would be great to interact with you that way yes so hit us up on our websites my name Mine is my name, TonyJacobson.com. And I'm TMarie.com. Yes. T-E-E-M-A-R-E-E. Exactly. Dot com. So hit us up, guys. We love ya. We love ya. See you next time.